Hello, 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 everyone. How is everyone doing today? It is an honor and a privilege to bring you the daily devotional for today. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore, your host, and I am your hope builder, lifting you up out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. And it is time, it is time, it is time. It's time for your daily devotional. Today we will be talking about 2 Samuel chapter 18, 1 through 33. And we will be talking about Absalom's defeat and death. And David hears of son's death. Absalom's defeat and death. And David hears of son's death. All right, now, I want you to get your Bibles, cell phones, tablets, however you may be reading the Word, and come on and let's learn how we can apply this Word to today's living. All right, now, come on, let's get busy with Daily Devotional. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore. I am the owner, CEO of LBM TV. It is a streaming channel that can be located on the C1 Media Network Smart TV app. This app can be located on Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire Stick, Android TV, and Google TV. We have advertising spots available for businesses that want to advertise their products or services on our channel. We have an audience of 4.25 million viewers daily reaching 70 plus countries. We have advertising packages to fit your company's needs. We would love for you to join the LBM family. You can reach us through our email address, lbmtvmedia at gmail.com or call us at 724-570-1153 for further details. Talk to you soon and let's advertise, advertise and tell the world what you are made of. All right now, come on, let's get into this word for today. We are reading 2 Samuel chapter 18, and it reads, And David numbered the people that were with him, and set captains of thousands and captains of hundreds over them. And David set forth a third part of the people under the hand of Joab, and a third part under the hand of Abishai the son of Zeruah, Joab's brother, and a third part under the hand of Ittai, the Gittite. And the king said unto the people, I will surely go forth with you myself also. But the people answered, Thou shalt not go forth, for if we flee away, they will not care for us. Neither, if half of us die, will they care for us. But now thou art worth ten thousand of us. 
Therefore now it is better that thou secure us out of the city. And the king said unto them, What seemeth you best I will do? And the king stood by the gate side, and all the people came out by hundreds and by thousands. And the king commanded Joab and Abishai and Ittia, saying, Deal gently for my sake with the young man, even with Absalom. And all the people heard when the king gave all the captains charge concerning Absalom. So the people went out into the field against Israel, and the battle was in the wood of Ephraim, where the people of Israel were slain before the servants of David. And there was there a great slaughter that day of 20,000 men. For the battle was there scattered over the face of all the country. And the wood devoured more people that day than the sword devoured. And Absalom met the servants of David, and Absalom rode upon a mule. And the mule went under a thick brow of a great oak, and his head caught hold of the oak. And he was taken up between the heaven and the earth. And the mule that was under him went away. And a certain man saw it and told Joab and said, Behold, I saw Absalom hanging in an oak. And Joab said unto the man that told him, And behold, thou sawest him, and why didn't Thou not smite him there to the ground. And I would have given thee ten shekels of silver and a girdle. And the man said unto Joab, That though I should receive a thousand shekels of silver in mine hand, yet would I not put forth mine hand against the king's son. For in our hearing the king charged thee and Abishai and Ittiel, saying, Beware that none touch the young man Absalom. Otherwise I should have wrought falsehood against mine own life, for there is no matter hid from the king, and thou thyself wouldest have set thyself against me. Then said Joab, I may not tarry thus with thee. And he took three darts in his hand and thrust, thrust them through the heart of Absalom while he was yet alive in the midst of the oak. And ten young men that bear Joab's armor compassed about and smote Absalom and slew him. And Joab blew the trumpet and the people returned from pursuing after Israel, for Joab held back the people. And they took Absalom and cast him into a great pit in the wood and laid a very great heap of stones upon him. And all Israel fled every one to his tent. 
Now Absalom in his lifetime had taken and reared up for himself a pillar, which is in the king's dale. For he said, I have no son to keep my name in remembrance. And he called the pillar after his own name. And it is called unto this day Absalom's place. Then said Ahimaaz, Ahimaaz, the son of Zadok, let me now run and bear the king's tidings how that the Lord hath avenged him of his enemies. And Joab said unto him, Thou shalt not bear tidings this day, but thou shalt bear tidings another day. But this day thou shalt bear no tidings, because the king's son is dead. Then said Joab to Cushai, Go tell the king that thou what thou hast seen. And Cushai bowed himself unto Joab and ran. Then said Ahimaaz, the son, the son of Zadok, yet, begin, yet again to Joab. But howsoever let me, I pray thee, also run after Cushai. And Joab said, Wherefore wilt thou run, my son, seeing that thou hast no tidings ready? But howsoever, said he, let me run. And he said unto him, Run. Then Ahimaaz ran by the way of the plain and overran Cushai. And David sat between the two gates. And the watchmen went up to the roof over the gate unto the wall, and lifted up his eyes, and looked, and behold, a man running alone. And the watchman cried, and told the king, and the king said, If he be alone, there is tidings in his mouth. And he came apace and drew near. And the watchman saw another man running, and the watchman called unto the porter, and said, Behold, another man running alone. And the king said, He also bringeth tidings. And the watchman said, Me thinketh the running of the foremost is like the is like the running of Ahimaaz the son of Zadok. And the king said, He is a good man, and cometh with good tidings. And Ahimaaz called and said unto the king, All is well. And he fell down to the earth upon his face before the king, and said, Blessed be the Lord thy God, which hath delivered up the men that lifted up their hand against my lord the king. And the king said, Is the young man Absalom safe? And Ahimaaz answered, When Joab sent the king's servant and me, thy servant, I saw a great tumult, but I knew not what it was. And the king said unto him, Turn aside and stand here. And he turned aside and stood still. And behold, Cushai came, and Cushai said, Tidings, my lord, the king, for the lord hath avenged thee this day of all them that rose up against thee. 
And the king said unto Cushai, Is the young man Absalom safe? And Cushai answered, The enemies of my lord the king and all that rise against thee to do thee harm be as that young man is. And the king was much moved and went up to the chamber over the gate and wept and wept. And as he went, thus he said, O my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, would God I had died for thee, O Absalom, my son, my son. I have just read to you Second Samuel chapter 18, 1 through 33. Oh dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. Lord, we say thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. We say thank you. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us just this day, just this moment, just this right here, just this. In the midst of, you are in the midst of everything that we do. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. For all that you have done, all that you're doing, and all that you're going to do. In the mighty name of Jesus, may you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Authors, authors, authors. Have you written a book? Are you an experienced author or a new author? Well, I've got news for you. Authors Excerpt Sunday is the perfect start to growing your audience awareness with the public. Authors Excerpt Sunday has interview spots available in many forms. Live broadcasting done on all social media outlets, television, and podcasting. We would love to help you tell the world about your book. You can reach us at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. And let's tell the world about your book. This is a doozy. They are set upon war with each other. The people that are for Absalom and the and the, and the people that are for King David. And I know this can't be easy for King David to have to deal with this situation by being his son. And it, and, and you know when you when you're dealing with someone in your family that goes against you, you know, um, when they have set their sights on wanting something they have not worked for, uh, setting their sights on something that they they think they are, they are owed, and um, you know that can't be. That can't be good because it splits. It splits the family in two. When the son, when the father and the son, are at each other the way they are, 
this is a family dynamic that is very, um, it's, it's very important, very important for the father to lead the son and tell him and teach him and show him the way to go or what to do in life and things of that nature. And we see that, um, you know, King David says, I'm going out there too, you know, you know, I'm going out there too. And they be like, no, 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 no. You got to stay healed because we don't want them to get a hold of you. We don't want them to, we don't want to, we don't want you to end up dead. Basically, that's what they said. We want you to still be alive. We'll we'll sacrifice ourselves for you. We'll sacrifice our lives for you, so you can uh, you can keep on with your heritage, to keep on with what you do uh, as the king. Uh, we don't want you to become a captive, or we don't want anybody to kill you. And it is. That Absalom, being the way he was, wanting things too soon, he walks himself right into his own death trap. You know, fathers try to guide their sons and tell them what to do, and sometimes sons think they know more than their fathers, and then before they know it, they in prison, or they in juvenile detention centers, or they're they are homeless, or they're on drugs, or they're, or they're out in the street, and things like that, and, and the fathers are, are, fathers are the leaders of the family, and the son is looking at you, at, at the fathers. They're observing everything the father does and things of that nature. And it is very hard for a young man, a, a, a male child, to grow up in society without their fathers. It's very hard for them because a woman can't, I'm, I'm going to be honest, a woman can't raise boys. He need, he, women can we try our best, but we can't raise boys. We can. We we could do our best. We could guide them and tell them and lead them the way that they should go. And but they need need that male, strong male figure in their life. You know, and that is uh very important in you know, in, in the family structure. You know, because when a father, a father is dead, he guides the child, he guides him, he leads him, and he shows him what to do, and he keeps him from being in trouble, and he shows him skills that another, a woman probably couldn't show him. Um, he shows him skills of a manly, you know, what men are supposed to do is what they say. But, um, you know, and as far as, you know, certain things... Only a man could teach a boy, okay? And during this time, like I said, Absalom walks right into his own death trap because he wants to be, I want to be, I want to be king. I, I think I'm old this. Uh, it's been a long time coming and things like that. And, and, and he decides to 
ride out in a battle on a mule. Excuse me, but who do that? I, I, I don't know. Who, who does that? Who does that? I, I would really like to know. And to that extent, he his hair, you know, his hair, as you could go back in, in time and in the time past, past chapters and things, you see that he was all about his hair. His hair was glowing. His hair was long. His hair was this. You know, he thought he was all there in a the bag of chips, right? So he goes out on a mule and gets hung up in a tree. He doesn't look where he's going, but he ends up in a and hung up in the tree. He done rolled into a fork in the tree. He done rolled into that and he done got stuck. Right? This was what was tripping me up. He rolled a mule right into this tree and got hung up in the tree and died. Okay. Now what kind of irony is this? You know, I'm going to say it like this. Sometimes men, men, young men, uh, because they are hard-headed and they don't listen, they end up in places they shouldn't be. And they, and they being so fast and just, you know. And it, what it, it gets me is that... Um, it gets me that, you know, don't nobody help him get out the tree. One of the other servants said, yeah, he saw him, went to Joab. Joab said, well, why didn't you kill him? Homeboy said, was like, oh, I'm not touching him. King, The king said, we won't supposed to touch him. We won't supposed to put our hands on. We won't supposed to kill him. None of that, right? So he said, I don't want to be disobedient to King David. So... So Joab goes over there and thrusts, thrusts him through his heart with, you know, he, 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 he kills him, basically. And, you know, this is a thing, you know, and then they send somebody, they send uh, Ahimezes, Ahimezes to give word to the king about Absalom's death. Hemazee says, oh, no. When he gets to King David, he says, oh, you know, he every, you know, he tries to give it to him in a way where King David can get it, but he doesn't really say, he doesn't come out and say he, you know, he, he did. He says he, he's like the other ones that did not make it. That's the way he delivers it. Then uh, Cushai goes to him and says, for your son is dead. And King David goes off and he weeps. He weeps because he did not want that to happen to his son. And he's very emotional at that moment. And he goes into the tower and he has a moment to himself so he could cry for his son. They bury, they bury him, they bury Absalom. In an unmarked grave, they just go ahead and bury him, put stones on him, and go on about their business. Like, he won't, like, like, oh, well, okay, no mind, he won't nobody anyway. But Absalom knew he did not have any, uh, didn't have any heirs. So he had this tomb already set for himself when he died, but he didn't get buried in that tomb. He got buried in an unmarked grave. 
Um, you know, so, but in the end, King David feels the pain and the sorrow from his son's death. You will always feel some pain if your child died before you. You're going to feel pain when your child dies before you. That's why they are, I get, that's why they have this saying, I would never think of burying my kid before I die. I, I figured I would I I would figure I would have to bury my kid before I got old. Okay. And you know, there's nothing joyous in this moment for King David. There's nothing joyous. He he didn't want to he I guess he wanted to go out in the battle and end up talking to Absalom and him and Ab- he was going to try to, I guess he was going to try to convince Ab- Absalom to look, this is foolishness. Why are we doing this? We can rule the kingdom together. You know, that kind of conversation, you know, to, you know, really, you know, tell him about what life, is, you know, how life is, you know, and, and, but, you know, people advised against that, that was on King David's side. But like, Death is nothing, death is nothing to get excited about. Regardless of how that person died, if it's natural causes, if it's a murder, if it's suicide, there's nothing, nothing happy about death. Nothing. You know, it's just, um, you know, it's, it's nothing about death that makes anyone proud that it happens. It's it's a moment of reflection. Really, death is a moment of reflection of your own life and what you can do to change your life if death affects you in a way that it makes you change your life for the better or for the worse. It depends on how you look at the death. So, David is in mourning. And that's where we they, we stop off in, in this chapter. King David is in mourning over Absalom. So, that is our lesson for today. And I want you to go ahead and read chapter 19 ahead for me. Go ahead and read chapter 19 ahead for me. Because I really, really want your input. You know, I want you... I want you to give your opinion. I want you to comment. I want you to share. I want you to, you know, don't be afraid to share your comments in, in the comment section for this, um, for this, um, for, you know, whatever we read together, what whatever that happens that day for our daily devotional. Okay? So, I want to thank you again and talk to you next time on Daily Devotional. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore and welcome to Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? 
Voice over ads aren't that expensive. They range from $15 to $25. It all depends on where you place your ad in the podcast. So come on in and place your ad on Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast and tell the world what you have to offer. You can reach me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. All right, everyone. It has been an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure to bring you your daily devotional for today. I am your host, Sharice Johnson-Moore. And I greatly appreciate you listening to this podcast. I want to thank everyone that has been an intricate part in this podcast from all over the world that take out your time to listen to Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast, this segment being being daily devotional if you would like to donate a financial contribution to this podcast so it can flourish and thrive and reach the next level you can donate through anchor.fm.com backslash Sharice Johnson Moore backslash support. That is anchor.fm.com backslash Sharice Johnson Moore backslash support for your financial contribution of your support of this podcast. It takes a lot to do a podcast. So I thank you for all that you do. You can donate in increments of $0.99, or $9.99 a month, and all proceeds go to the thriving and leveling up of this podcast. I thank you so much, and we also take, you can pay your payment through GPAY. Or any major credit card, Master, Visa, American Express. Um, And we greatly appreciate everything that you do. I want you to have a blessed day and talk to you again on Daily Devotional.